Hello, welcome to Live Reality Games. My name is Stephen Stewart. I'm here today to talk about episode seven of Survivor BC. We are in the second episode of the merge. Uh, but I am not alone today. I'm joined with a person who has seen experienced many games. She's played Big Brother Maryland, Big Brother Columbus, Survivor Maine, Home for the Holidays, Real Foot. She's a two-time veteran, Survival Challenge, uh, Pirate Booty Camp. She hosts her own original game. She volunteers with Victory House Mill, but more importantly, of all these titles, the only one that matters, she is the season four winner of Survivor BC. Canada, uh, wow, I'm looking on the name, the Battle of BC, right? Mm -hmm. Jessica, how are you doing? Thank you for being with me today. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Thanks for asking me. I'm, like we, we talked a little bit about this. I'm watching this season, and there are some fun parallels with your season. Mm -hmm. uh, kinda. kind of. Yeah, in a way. Um, except they're actually playing Survivor and our season wasn't playing Survivor. Shout out to any season four people. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited to watch instead of, because I know it's like to be there. So I'm, I'm glad I'm watching. So. Well, at the very least, I, I what we've seen of Rachel's game right now, I'm, I kind of parallel you and her a bit because both of you just are targeted from the get-go yeah. at the merge. And both of you have to... Like you don't play your idol at your first merge vote, but you play your idol at the second merge vote, right? I play my idol at my first tribal council. So. Well, you play a lot of idols. So there's, yeah, there's that part of thing. The difference is she wasn't targeted the very first tribal mm -hmm. versus I was targeted every vote that well, I, I went to. But yeah, I'm a, it probably, I see similarities. It probably helped a little this season that um, there was a majority of American players. There weren't an overwhelming majority of Canadian players. And by the time we're at this episode, I think I want to say the only Canadians left are Taylor and Aline. Yeah. Yep. So it probably greatly changed the dynamic when you don't have this U.S.-Canada divide occurring. And it, it finally, I don't know if it happened in season five, if it was like Canadian versus American or whatever, but it doesn't mm -hmm. seem like it's this way at all. So I'm glad that it was one and done and it's not the recurring thing. Mm -hmm. So. Well, have you, so what have your thoughts been this season leading up to this episode? So the pre-merge and the merge votes. Um, I have a lot of questions. Um, well, we'll throw them out there. Let's talk about them. Like it just, I don't even know where to start. It's just the way that people are like working. To, I'm shocked to be honest, the way that the tribes were, were set up that I don't know if people on specifically your tribe knew that people played real foot before, like five out of the eight of you played real foot before. Well, that was, what was interesting, right? So yeah. I knew Rachel, Rachel played my season. Yeah. I knew Lori played the season after I watched her play. Mm -hmm. uh, I had no idea Taylor and Tony had played. I don't think gotcha. Lori or Rachel had any idea they had real foot experience. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, I mean, that's the only thing that like, why didn't, in my head, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. No, like, you guys didn't know. In my head, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, that's in, that's an easy first vote right there if mm -hmm. you guys all stick together. But um, the whole the first round, the um, where you guys had to pick the food and no fire. I think it was just the way it came across on camera. Mm -hmm. It looked like you guys had no food, even though you guys were the food tribe, and I was a little confused. And then it said you had no tarps, but then both tribes ended up with tarps. Yeah. So one thing that it's hard to get a grasp of the episode is those rock grain coins, right? Yeah. Uh, so we were able to, so we start off with nothing. I mean, our tribe started off with a little bit more food, like I think one or two boxes of granola bars, I think was our bonus. Yeah. And then, you know, the coins you were able to find and like five coins got you rope and their five coins got you a tarp. Like the, like some of the basics for our items were pretty easy, but then the, your luxury item, an extra sleeping bag or like a flashlight, those got really expensive really uh, fast. Yeah. And it, it would have helped if that would have been like explained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of like just guessing. So, um, and I think that's just kind of, I kind of took notes, but it's kind of making sense a little bit more as the, the season goes on, but it's I, the merge is what's really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. So, well, yeah. because, because we have like the Ula Ula tribe and the Batuan tribe and things, at least the pre-merge, even through the swap kind of sticks along tribal lines. You have Ula Ula of David, Lindsay, and Stacy, they're able to use the extra vote and they first vote out Lori and then they vote out me. And so they merge the numbers six four. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And it's and I'm interested to see like why David still claims he has this extra vote, knowing 
I don't know what survivor he's playing that what extra advantage gets you two extra votes. And in this episode, he tells Keegan of all people, I'm going to use an advantage this round, my extra vote. It's like, he was there when you played the first one. You can't play two. Hey, it doesn't make to, any be, sense. to be fair, David has Keegan thinking he's an idol too because David ran off and Keegan pursued him. Keegan's like, oh no, I think he has something. It doesn't make any sense. Well, so, I, I want to talk about it. So as a player, do you mm-hmm. like bluffing you have extra votes or or idols or other advantages? Uh, not really. I mean, especially in this game, people just assumed I had him. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, nobody talked to me anyway. Even though they knew I had him, I, they still voted for me, which is stupid. Uh, but, I mean. We, so. we have a comment from Destiny interacted with. Are you good? Are you in retirement? Is this something I haven't heard of? Like, are you um, in retirement? You need to come out. A while, so yeah. The last time I played a game, I don't even couldn't even tell you when. The mole, maybe. Well, I haven't played a survivor game in a while, so. Well, it's because once you win, right? You're like, oh, I've, it's yeah, only can't. downhill. That's, that's it. That's as high as you can get. So. Um, but beyond your experience in Survivor BC, I mean, do you? Is that something you ever thought about or would want to do as a player? Would bluff you have advantages? Um, no, cause it's, it almost puts a more target on your back. I think, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it just gets people to vote for you when I don't understand why you want people to vote for you. Cause if you bluff to me that you have something and in this instance, David, he, he's bluffed it like more than once mm-hmm. in a sev- like within that whole episode, he bluffed it like three times. And there's no fallback on him. I don't think you have it. Mm-hmm. Like. If you if you have it, then then show me you have it. That's mm-hmm. what that's what I want to see. So it, f- it feels a lot like Tony Falacho's in Kagan with his bag of tricks, right? You just never know what Tony has and can use, and right. there's that mystery around him that gives him a lot of leeway and makes people very worried about him. I feel like David is very acting Tony esque in that matter. Yeah, I agree. Just while Tony was. At least when we saw Tony was more when they kind of flip flop. David's really trying to use this to really shore up the Ula Ula tribe. Yeah. Um. So, do you have any players you're rooting for right now? Um, I'm rooting for Taylor because I've played with her and um, I know what type of player she is. We played real foot together last, um, and we were supposed to make it to the final three, but that didn't happen. That's okay. Um, I got voted out at six. But um, she she's a tough player, and mm-hmm. she means what she says, and she says what she's gonna do, and that's that. I've only watched Rachel, and I've only hosted Rachel. Mm-hmm. Even though we were playing similar games, she is more. I think she her personality is way different than mine. Mm-hmm. I think watching her, she doesn't mind confrontation, where I do not like confrontation. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just. Like if I don't want people yelling at me, like it's, I don't like to cause drama because mm-hmm. that's for other people to do. I don't got time for it. Mm-hmm. So um, but I'm rooting for Rachel and Taylor and, and Stacy because that's Stacy. So those are my three people I'm rooting for at the moment. So imagine you're, you were on the season, season six, and you are in the Baton minority, right? Uh-huh. You, you've just come out of travel council. Rachel played an idol. I don't think anyone knew she, well, none of the Baton players thought she had, right? And she, yeah. so you're now at a four or five disadvantage. What are you doing as a player at this point? Um, I think the only thing, even even though you're in the minority, people think, oh, let's just flip to the majority. But even if you flip to the majority, you're still at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it only gets you so far. So if I'm there, I'm looking for idols, looking for anything that I can, but just talking to people, seeing who on the other side I can flip to come to our side. Cause all at this point you need is one. Mm-hmm. So it just takes one. So all you gotta do is try to flip someone from the other side, preferably, mm-hmm. preferably like a Kristen or a Stacy who I don't know if they know at this point they're at the bottom, but it's very clear that they are on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just that's just my perception of it, but that might not be their perception. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I do. So imagine now that you're actually on the Ula Ula tribe, right? You came in with a six-four majority. You just lost a person to an idol play, but you still have five-four. I mean, what is the game, winning game plan here? Oh, 
is it's hard because I've never, especially in BC, I was never in the majority. So uh, <laughs> I was always playing from the bottom. So it's, it's hard, especially when, because it's boring doing this, the five and then voting out the four people because then you're at five and then what? Mm-hmm. It depends on who you are in Ulula and yeah. where, where you are, I guess. I mean, I would try to maybe go to flip to the four and vote one of my my people out. That's just to make it interesting, but and, and leave I, it be four and leave it four like four four, but more yeah. flexible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean. if let's say hypothetically this five did get to the final five with each other, right? David, Lindsay, Kristen, Stacy, and Aleem. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would be best situated of those five? The final three of those three, in my opinion, I mean. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Stacy, Lindsay, and David worked together because they had to mm-hmm. on your guys' tribe, or if they were really that tight. So mm-hmm. either the final three is Lindsay, Aleem, and David, or it's Stacy, David, and Lindsay. Really? Because so, I think it would be like that Stacy, Kristen, um, Lindsay, because I don't know, it's I, I'm I'm looking forward to talking to Lindsay because I, I get the sense from her position in the original tribe, she wasn't as close with David at the time, right? She was close with Chris Lord, then Chris Lord went home and she, yeah. she kind of got through that. And I feel like... I See, if she was close to Chris Lord, why'd she vote him out? Because everyone else is voting, right? Yeah, I mean, that's just... If you're really that close to somebody, you just fight harder for them, I guess. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but I, I think also, like, early on, right, you, you, you want to be a little bit more flexible, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it and it it's it was hard because watching your like 2.0 tribe, mm-hmm. they seemed super tight, like they didn't want to leave each other. Yeah. And then I guess in the swap, Stacy did choose Lindsay over Lexi and then made it so that David was on her tribe. Yeah. So I mean maybe. Maybe those three. Yeah. But I I, I don't know. I think I think it could have been very interesting, but you know, in the most I'm thinking back in the most recent season of Real Foot, um um so was it season eight i think it was season eight mm-hmm. well um where you where you have the original red tribe just they stick together to the final six or seven mm-hmm. and from there you then you then like people kind of learn the true pecking order in a way and that lets justin claim victory because he's the one that's able to work at the best and, that, and everyone else is kind of blindsided because everyone thought they were on top until yeah. the cards are shown mm-hmm. yeah everyone thinks they're on top until they're not so mm-hmm. that's why i find it easier to work from the bottom mm-hmm. because you know you're at the bottom Mm-hmm. And there's no way down. There's no way to go from up, but up. So, <laughs> yeah, that's. I'd rather work from the bottom, to be honest. But. So, we start this episode kind of with what's the fallout after this? And I, one of the things I love is like Rachel's. Rachel's like, how do people know I have an idol? Because Lindsay yeah. comes over and says, "Well, everyone knew you had an idol." And Stacy ever says, "Everyone knew you had the idol." And Rachel's like, "How? How do you know?" And I feel like I got get my. I, I get a shout out here that and Lindsay's like, "Well." You know, Stephen told me that you all had an idol clue at your camp, and we didn't get one at ours, and we just assumed you naturally would be the one who would find the idol. Mm-hmm. And, and Rachel's just like, you went off of what Stephen said? The one who was stealing the coins from you? <laughs> you believed Any Anything helps, whether it's true or not. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to go with something. Yeah. And, um, like, Rachel, in this instance, becomes very defensive, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if that helps or hurts her mm-hmm. um and then when um when yeah. Lindsay responds with but we were right right and she's she said something along the lines of but you saw when your people go home it's like that doesn't answer a question <laughs> and it's like always assume if you have an idol everyone knows mm-hmm. even if you tell no one mm-hmm. like just assume that so yeah i mean a, a healthy paranoia is what yeah. you want <laughs> yeah like um. when i had my idols the only person that that knew was well, Zion at first, and then Craig and Amos, because they gave me their second idol, and then just Amos and, but by the third idol, people just assumed I had one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you might as well play that. I mean, play it up that you have one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, this was like Rachel's first idol. So I don't know, it was just, because yeah. I, I told, because you don't get to see this on screen. You hear kind of Keegan talk about it in my boot episode, but I actually spent a lot of time talking to Lindsay. And this is one of the things like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, they got a clue. We didn't cl- didn't clue, and that must mean the Batman idol's been found, and that must be one of the three. And they said, "Have the Batman idol," but I don't ever say Rachel has the idol. You should be wary of that. Just like, hey, likely our idol's found. And to be fair, 
Lori had found it. She just went home with it and then it got rehit. Oh, yeah, Lori oh, found the idol and got voted out with it. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine how di why didn't she play it? You know, I I'm I'm David and Stacy and Lindsay did a great job only throwing like really making it seem like it was between Keegan and me. And I didn't realize, but Keegan realized, like, oh, that means they're actually targeting Lori. Lori, but, Lori. yeah. But he, he never told Lori. <laughs> so Lori never played it. And oh my god, it's usually the person they're not talking about that is usually yeah. getting voted for. Yeah, and so like that would have been it. Like if she mm. played her idol, I mean, it would have sucked for Lindsay going home because Lindsay was probably the three the one I wanted the most work with. But would you have voted David had you know had you know? Uh, David or Stacy? Oh, okay, that would have been better. Yeah. Had you known, oh, yeah, dang. I mean, it, but like, I had no idea she had it, and I didn't know it went out of the game, I didn't know it got rehit, and I didn't know any of that. Shit. Oh, so, tell, one time, Lindsay, hey, they got a clue, and we didn't because I think one of my original tribe on the other side has the original idol, which isn't true. Gotcha, but okay. it's enough for the lead people to think that Rachel has an idol, and, and anyways, the clue would have gone out because Lexi and Aleem knew there was a clue as well. So, gotcha, yeah. it's not like I was writing super novel information, I guess yeah gotcha Ugh. but it's interesting we, we kind of get some snippets so we get stacy saying hey you know this worked out great the idol got flushed lexi went home like i her stacy's only regret is not voting for lexi at this point i can't i can't with stacy on this one uh, stacy i love you but if you know if you know rachel has an idol and you want the other side to trust you just vote with them just vote with them because you already know you don't like her. So what's the harm, right? So if, if I'm Stacy, I all you have to do is t vote with those four, and you become five. It's it would be five five at this point, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So then, I mean, Rachel could still play your idol, but then Lexi goes home, and you are now trusted by the other side, mm -hmm. right? And yep. you already know that Aline doesn't trust you. So mm -hmm. what's the harm? So that's that's what I would have done. Uh, and then we get David and Aleem and like uh, the first thing Aleem says like okay that didn't work out <laughs> yeah. and there's Ray worry like did Rachel did she have a second idol did she find something else mm -hmm. yeah I, it's like how, how does she have a second idol and she just played it but um, if you knew that Rachel had an idol it, it, how did it not work out I mean you flushed an idol but if you know that Rachel has an idol vote for somebody else so it flushes it and you vote for somebody else. From talking so. about with Lexi last week, I really felt like she was acceptable casualties of war. I think people were, I think her tribe was fine letting her take the idol blow in that way. Like the idols of the game, Lexi is gone, their, their hands are enjoyed with her going home. I think she was an acceptable sacrifice for, for a lot of members for her tribe. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's like, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, so we see Rachel kind of, going around on tour, figuring out what happened because everyone just kind of lied to each other last round. And we kind of conclude this this end this end night scene with Taylor and Keegan finding the, the hidden immunity idol. So is that Rachel's re-hidden idol or a different idol altogether? That's I think, that, I thought that was the, that must be the merge idol. Okay. And it was, was confusing because they like used the clue to Rachel's idol to find the merge idol. Yeah, uh, I was <laughs> confused because I was like, damn, that's fast. I was like, that's hidden really quick. And... Um, I was like, please tell me that this is like not Rachel's idol. So I don't know why Taylor would show Keegan unless she really trusts him. But well, it looked like Keegan is the one that found it because he's the one that holds on to it. But I think Taylor led him to it. Yeah, so she. I think she knew where it was, but she led him right to it. And she's like, mm -hmm. it's right there. But then Keegan grabs it. So mm -hmm. oh, I don't know. At least but it's there, I guess. At least that means the minority has another idol. So. If Ula needs to be careful then, right? Yep. Yep. So we get to probably one of my favorite Survivor BC immunity challenges, um, Flame Wars, where, you know, it's like the challenge where you have a little uh, like statue on your podium mm -hmm. trying to knock it over, but it's much more fun because you have candles, you have fire, you have water being thrown in people's faces. It's like, what's mm -hmm. the love about this? Yeah. See, this one was not my least favorite, but like it wasn't aggressive enough for me. I don't know. It, it's like you can knock your own self out with two candles or with like just walking too fast. Um, it didn't, it just, it just seemed like uh, people were knocking themselves out. Yeah, it was, it was a little windy, unfortunately. So like, yeah. I, yeah. I think what you see immediately is Rachel has the winning strategy. She just goes straight to the middle and guards the buckets. And, right. And that strategy, gives her just yeah. such, such a commanding presence of the rest of the challenge. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, and, I definitely agree. And so all I can, all I can think of is like, I guess one thing you do to help counteract that is there's multiple buckets positioned along the edges of the ring or something like that. Yeah. So therefore people have more mobility, but Rachel mm -hmm. gets the center and therefore kind of can dictate the flow of the rest of the challenge. Yeah. And I, I liked at the end when it was the final four that, that she like told Tony to go attack Aleem. Yeah. But then, and then to get him out and then in that, case sacrifices Tony and then she can get Kristen because mm -hmm. I think she's down to one at that point. So yeah, it doesn't, it didn't take much to get one. Yeah. So. Yeah, so she and Tony double team Aleem. Tony gets out and Aleem goes out and Kristen, who's at this point really hurting because of her knee, doesn't have a lot of mobility and Rachel just yeah. essentially boxes her out and just yeah. keeps dumping water on her until she's yeah. out of the game. It uh -huh. <laughs> doesn't help that Kristen's a little bit shorter than Rachel. So all mm -hmm. Rachel has to do is like stand up and pour water. So I mean, Knowing that this is kind of a challenge where you can almost team-based challenge, did people mess up by not like strategizing more heavily and like like the five just the Ulu saying, "Hey, let's work together and all and I'll try to get Rachel out immediately" or something like that? Yeah, I I mean, if you're trying to get the person who you just voted out out, I guarantee you, had that been me, I'd have been gone immediately because everyone would have swarmed on me. So it's like <laughs> if you're trying to get someone out, just all of you swarm them that one person and then just get the four remaining people out and then battle out your five to the, to the last person. So, mm -hmm. but I mean, Rachel must've been convincing enough to not go anywhere near the buckets. So well, it seemed like people were all like in it for themselves and maybe not thinking about that. And so yeah. Rachel's the only one that does take advantage. Like, Hey, Tony, do the following. And then of course you see pe people saying they must be really close. Look at that challenge. <laughs> Oh, um, I didn't, I didn't get that, but it's all good. But Rachel wins immunity, uh, mm -hmm. and so it's immunity number one for her, and she's safe. That means she is not going to be the target tonight. Mm -hmm. That's which good. means everyone needs to kind of figure out what they're doing next. Because I think had she not won, it, she would have been catching votes. Yeah, I I agree, but she also has that legacy advantage, and I wonder if she would have played it. Yes, so she, so she has she has an extra vote that's good now. Final seven or final five, and so we okay. we and she ends up holding on to it, which I thought was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, even if you use it, it's still five five, and what's that going to do? It's tie, and then you waste it. That's I guess I, I hold on to it for. I guess it's always the question of do these extra votes persist through a revote, right? Yeah, and I saw on. I think it was when David played his extra vote. Mm -hmm. I thought I heard him say it does go through the extra, like the revote. And I mm -hmm. didn't think extra votes do. And so I don't know if it's something that Survivor Canada does. And it's just. Uh, I don't even know how the real show works actually on that. If, if they persist. Yeah. I don't think it does. Yeah. Which, which makes extra votes like real awesome, but really difficult. Yeah. Uh, okay. David confirms that no, they do not persist in the revote. No. So <laughs> why do I think that they did though? Yeah. Or maybe maybe Lindsay just thought they did. Because I uh, no David D David in the bag of tricks just lied to everyone. No, it's like, okay. I was just because I was like I don't think that they they do, but I think I remember a specifically a clip where Lindsay's telling someone yeah. they they do. I don't know. And if honestly, she's... it's it's a great lie to perpetuate, right? That make people afraid. Yeah. Oh, of course, we can tie and go in the rocks if you do think that. It is a 5v4 and something might happen because you hear Aline talk about like people know Rachel has an advantage. People just don't know what the advantage is. So there is speculation. Is it a steal vote? Is it an extra vote? I mean, given that David got an extra vote, people probably have an idea. It's probably also a vote related mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense that it would be that. So it, Rachel's is an extra vote at just certain times though. Yeah. Okay, so since David, you're watching, I had a question on your extra vote. Was it you had to play it at when you swapped, like that first swap um, thing, or did you make that up also? Because <laughs> I I thought I heard him say that he had to use it then, I or don't, it wasn't don't, it was invalid. I don't, or I'm, they, just, or I'm just making that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember there being restrictions to it, but David. Uh, if you have a chance and you can answer, that would be great because I actually don't know. I never read the paperwork. I should have grabbed it myself. Whoops. <laughs> should have should have got it. <sighs> things that things that keep me up at night. Yeah. All of those missed advantages. They come back to get you. They they definitely do. The, uh, the so so David says no. He doesn't remember that vote being restricted to when he used oh, okay. it. Okay. Okay. 
that would have been that would have been interesting though mm -hmm. you had like having to have to use it mm -hmm. that would have made it interesting but so at the end of the challenge Zara says hey i'm gonna let you all know at the next new challenge there is an advantage up for sale for a hundred coins mm -hmm. and we don't get this on camera but we get a rachel confessional she races back to camp and she steals the coins mm -hmm. Which awesome. I felt very vindicated. <laughs> I was like, I was stealing coins before it was cool and before it was profitable. <laughs> uh, how hard is it to get these coins though? Is it like really hard or no, they were they were scattered around camp and you kind of find okay. every now and then reduction replenish them. It wasn't as consistent as as pirate survival expedition. Okay. Uh, but 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 decently often then you go they you could find them. Um, okay. I think and one I of the one, one of the things is we didn't no one knew that they were going to be used for any sort of advantage in the game until oh, that point. Oh, okay. That's why, like, that's why they're all just in a box all together. Rachel just goes and scoops them up. Gotcha. Even though I she heard says, her say something about gold coins. Was there like different, different colors? There were some were silver, some some, some some were gold. Were they there's like there no point value to oh, okay. the difference. Okay. They're just different colors. Gotcha. Okay. I wasn't sure if those like gold were worth twenty like coins and silver is worth 10 or okay. oh, there's some confusion because some of the coins were numbered and there's like well if this coin says five is it worth one or is it worth five and there is some back and forth over how that gotcha. went um this gotcha. production was a little figuring out the exact nuances to that stuff gotcha okay cool but yeah, I, love that. I love it oh my gosh i had ptsd that my season like uh -huh. the coins like oh no coin advantage what terrible things can happen because i just remember that first travel council that both tribes attended when we played Pirate Booty Camp 2017, uh -huh. when uh -huh. two people are going home and it's revealed that, hey, you can bid for immunity and we just had wasted all our coins on all this auction food and no one from your tribe spent anything because you knew the twist of the season. It yep. was traumatizing. <laughs> it, we, we knew. And I got I got screwed by the coins. Shout out to Dewan Watts if you're watching. Uh, I got screwed out of coins too and he, he, he screwed me over big time on coins, but... Um, I like I liked how in this game you could pass in parts um part where you mm -hmm. can't pass them to other people. Mm -hmm. So they had all the coins. Yeah. I mean, Jessica, so many people in that season got screwed over by the coins. Oh so my god. So many. It's, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Lance Richards agreed that yes, you, got, really you got done dirty. He did us dirty so bad. It was ah. And that's like, come on now. Come on. <laughs> but kudos to him. Um so from here, we kind of proceed to the scramble pre-travel council. And things yep. get weird fast, right? And we yeah. start with a scene with David and Keegan, where we get Keegan telling telling David, you should watch out for Aleem. Aleem has you on his hit list. Yeah. And I wish I would have saw that. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know if they recorded it or whatever. or Because it's hard to know if someone's telling the truth or if they're yeah. just making it up. Yeah, I messaged Aline and said, hey, did, did this conversation happen? Did you tell Keegan this? And unfortunately, he hasn't gone back to me, so we'll never quite know. But it's but it's interesting. So David gets information that Aline is spreading information out there. And of course, we see David saying, "I have some, if I have something, I am using it tonight. He makes it seem like he's using an idol or an advantage, something that hopefully throw Keegan off balance. Yeah. Yeah. That And I was talking before um, about David using his alleged extra vote that keegan already saw him play it's like what advantage gives you two extra votes that's what i want to know if i, was I mean keegan, i would, I would love a double dipping extra double dipping me. advantage like that yeah show me or it's like i already know you played it so what what else can you unless he found something somewhere i, I mean he could have but highly unlikely so and so next we see something that we should have seen probably last episode but the whole ulo, ulo tribe actually comes together mm-hmm <laughs> And actually, can get together and kind of strategize, and it's weird because we don't really get that. We don't really see them all come come together and say a name, but we just do see them come together and talk. Yeah, yeah. And David kind of throws out to David, or David throws out to um, Aline that somebody was throwing him under the bus, but doesn't say who. I find that interesting that he doesn't mm -hmm. be like, "Oh, Keegan said this." Or, yeah, I thought it was weird that David did it publicly. Yes. In front of the rest of his tribe, no. and also protected Keegan by not saying Keegan's yeah. name. I was, I it's interesting because, like, for me, like my understanding, of David's game is David is very pro Ula Ula. So it's interesting to see David also kind of be cultivating these other side relationships. Yeah, and maybe that's why he says it in front of the whole group, so the whole group hears it, and so he doesn't get like, um, like somebody said, "Oh, 
um, David was talking this about you. So that way his whole alliance hears him say it. And even in my notes, I said, why does David, say, why doesn't say, D, why doesn't David say Keegan in front of the group? Interesting that he brought it up mm-hmm. and that instead of just talking to David or instead of talking to um, Aline one-on-one saying like, Hey, somebody told me you said this. I just want to make sure it's true or not true. So um, maybe well, he thought I, other members would know something. I don't know. I think this ends up being not good for both Aleem and, and, and David's game because as we know, Aleem is the one who's going to be targeted this episode. And this kind of adds, this kind of, st- I don't know if this starts a fire or adds the fire, but it seems like it, it doesn't, it doesn't help with with the girls wanting to target him. Yeah. And I don't know if Aleem's name was brought up before this or like you said, if it started his mm-hmm. name or if his name was already out there and this just kind of yeah. added to it. So, but we do see Aleem kind of throw out Tony saying, Hey, look, we can't put Rachel. Tony and her are clearly tights, right? We saw them helping the challenge. We should go for Tony then. I don't get I don't get I mean, I guess, but I, I mean, guess. should they should they be should you be saying we need to take out Keegan? He's a threat. We need to get out to DSL. She's social. I, mean, I think she, to, if I'm to me, I mean, just based on the edit, I would think Taylor's closer to her than Tony. Mm-hmm. Because I think they've spent more time together, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So yeah. um it just seems like Taylor would be the option, but I'm glad it wasn't. But I mean, just if it's he's going just based on that challenge, then that's kind of a weird assumption mm-hmm. to go off of. But I mean So we move away from Ula Ula to TSL and Keegan. <laughs> Taylor here is crying and Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know why. So, like, so my understanding of this season is, it is a very emotional season, and it was. I think I get. I think this is really the genesis where Taylor, I think, has a conversation. We don't get to see that conversation, but she has a conversation with Lindsay, Kristen, and Stacy, and mm-hmm. she. I don't know if it's if she's being purposeful in her emotions or it is just very emotional when you are the minority and are being ta- targeted. I'm not yeah. quite sure where it's coming from, but essentially she has them promise her that she is not the target and that they want to work with her. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who's worked with Taylor, I think those are hundred percent genuine emotions. Mm-hmm. As someone who's hosted Taylor, played with Taylor, that's hundred percent genuine. Yeah. Because so, she, she keeps crying. And so like, I think if Taylor was faking it, she would like stop crying in front of her, her tribe, but she mm-hmm. keeps crying. And so that, that to me means that, for her, it's 100%. But it's effective in that, like, she is able to work with the the Ula Ula girls to kind of say, like, hey, we want to work together. Let's, and we're, we, and they promise her that they aren't going to write her name down. Yeah. And we, we see this as a big thing. Like, later on, we see Kristen, and Kristen is also crying. Kristen's like, I promised I wasn't going to write their names down. I can't yeah. write their name down because I can't break my promise twice in two rounds. Yeah. And I wish that this is when, because a lot of the season, and you can't hear anything. <laughs> I have to turn it up to like 25. And this is when I wish there was like um, subtitles because mm-hmm. I did not understand anything Kristen said. <laughs> Only she said, I, I just heard break my word. And then she turns to David and you don't hear anything. So it's yeah. she's crying. And so it's it's like, this is where I want subtitles. Yeah. It's like there was subtitles once in this episode and it didn't even need to be subtitled. It's like you <laughs> can clearly hear what he's saying. And so a lot of these conversations where they're like talking about people, I'm missing because I can't hear them. Yeah. Some oh. players are serial whispers. I will say Aleem is much easier to hear than other players. Yeah. So So props to Aleem. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for the loud talkers. I appreciate it. Um, so after TSL and Keegan kind of together, we see TSL and Rachel where they kind of say, you know, Keegan thinks it's him, but they've, and, but TSL's hearing, you know, I'm hearing from these other, the, the, the Ula Ula girls, Stacy, Kristen, and Lindsay, they want to lean. And there's a lot of kind of talk like, do Why? we trust this? Yeah. Like, are they actually targeting Liam or is that just another yeah. facade they're targeting us? Yeah. I would want to know why, unless they were already trying to before and we just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard Taylor say something about stage two. I didn't understand that. She's like, this is stage two, but I don't believe it. It's like, I didn't understand. Well, I guess it's saying like, this is a, a new stage of the game, right? They're, oh, they're past okay. the initial tribes. Now they're merged and kind of things are all kind of coming together. And so yeah. things should be resetting in that sense should be but yeah. well jessica so my question to you is as you said you play for the minority a lot the mm-hmm. majority comes to you and says don't worry you're not going home we're voting for so-and-so and mm-hmm. we want you to vote with us do you just are, 
do you need to just finally trust that when you're the minority or is that something you need to go like cause trouble? That's hard. Cause when I hear Rachel's like, Oh, let's vote out Lindsay. It's like, you don't have votes to vote. Mm -hmm. out. You only have four people. Like mm -hmm. what's that going to do? I mm -hmm. mean, it could, you could flip one person, but at some point you have to, I mean, I can see where the trust is hard because mm -hmm. they, they all said like one name and then they voted for her. Now had Stacy voted the way, with Lexi, I think it would have been easier for them to trust her and be like, oh, Aleem is really the thing, the yeah. vote. So I, I can see where the trust is hard. Mm -hmm. but it's like, uh, uh, you just gotta, even if the majority votes for somebody on your tribe, you, you only have four votes. So there's nothing really you can do. So. Is this a good move for, a state, for Stacey, Kristen, and Lindsay, the vote for Aleem? Yes, in my opinion. Really? Tell me. Uh, yeah. Um, because Aleem is strong. I mean, he's close with David. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if I was in the majority, I'd want to get somebody in my tribe, like my alliance out um, that I know that I'm not really close with anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, you are trusted by the four, the, the minority people. So uh, it shows that you can be trustworthy. I mean, at least for one vote. Mm -hmm. But I mean, because like I think... You want to press his advantage, right? Because you've you've lost one of your own. So you're not even five four. I would knock out a minority and then be looking to flip at the final eight to try to take out someone, right? I like because I'd be worried that if I vote out one of my own, it'll be four four, and then things get a little more iffy. I kind of lose some some of my some of my sway at that point. Gotcha. So you would stick with your five and then at four flip. Yeah, I would have I would have did, I would have timed it a little later. So, but then if you voted out a minority it would be five three yeah and then if you flipped at eight i'm not flipping alone oh okay i guess yeah, it depends I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not flipping alone right i'd be definitely looking to bring uh, like if i was chris i'd be taking stacy or Lindsay. i'd be looking to bring one of the, uh, one of those three would probably i'd try to bring one of the others with me for that flip gotcha i guess it depends on who you vote out because even if you flip with two you still might be at the bottom yeah, so, well, definitely, yeah. but I guess I'm thinking more Tony-esque. Like, if you are looking to uh, winnow out both sides of the tribe at the same time, mm -hmm. like, yeah. it doesn't quite matter to the bottom as long as you're able to kind of cont continually do that, but it, it also can catch up to you and just burn you, so. Yeah. So, I, I don't see, so yeah, I, I definitely agree that, you know, there's some bad blood between Stacey and Liam, right? They both cast votes for each other, even though they've been very genuine and open about it. They both voted for each other, and yeah. And that, and that's kind of out there. It's kind of like just bad blood. Yeah. And it's just like, it's one vote. Like, and I think they had, to, I think they, didn't they vote for each other because it, did they do it at the same tribal? No. Different? So okay. Aline voted for Stacey in the first tribal. Uh, no, Stacey voted for Aline in the first tribal. Then, then Aline returned the favor and voted for Stacey, the second tribal, kind of both as like idle concerns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so they were both each other's backup plans. And it's just, and, and, and when they did the swap, uh, Aline put Stacy on the other tribe because he didn't want to be with her. Yeah, I like a strategy. And then we see Rachel and Aline talking, and I think this is a case of like not seeing uh, like conversations um, where she basically is like, "Oh, David, David's um, throwing your name out, so he's voting for you." Mm -hmm. It's like it, it didn't help that we didn't see that, so. Mm -hmm. It's like what makes you just because he was talking about you doesn't mean he's voting for you. Mm -hmm. like, and this, and we see Aline now like starting to throw out Stacy's name as well, as saying, "Hey, if my name's coming out, I think it's Stacy." And he's he's kind of like starting to push her name to try to get trajectory on that too. Yeah, and I think I put here, uh, oh, Aline pushing Stacy with Rachel, knowing damn well he talked. The only person he talked to was Keegan about the David thing. <laughs> well, I mean, whether it happened or not. So well, I mean. And we if, do see ultimately he votes for Keegan, right? That's how yeah. it ends up. It's it, it's like if you if you really only talk to Keegan and you your name is somehow getting out there that you're talking shit about David, mm -hmm. who could it have been? Because mm -hmm. he's like, I didn't talk to Stacy about anything, but it's like, who did you talk to? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what I find interesting. Yeah. So. We get, and then we after this we see Keegan and Lindsay and Keegan's like you know Liam hasn't talked to me this whole round and it's like oh, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, and then when Lindsay said, "Oh, Aleem didn't say your name to me," that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. We have the receipts like twenty minutes prior. She, he clearly says Keegan's got to go. Like mm -hmm. he, so, but she did a good job of of lying to him. But if it's, you, yeah, 
but this is where we see Lindsay saying, I need to prove it to minority. I need to prove it to you after last time. And that's why I'm yeah. like, what do you need to prove to the minority at this point? Yeah. Well, maybe because she, she said she would vote for. And I guess, like you said, like, if you are looking to take out your own tribe and kind of jump ship, then yes, you're proving it. But like, for me, kind of saying like, I would, I, I don't, I, I think, I think this proving to minority is like, it's good, but it's not good for their game overall, I guess, by just kind of letting things slim down to a 4-4. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're um, thinking jury already. I don't know. Maybe I, I mean, maybe if she's like, hey, look, I want Stacy, me, TSL, and Keegan. That is like my, my top four. And like they're trying to do something like that. But we don't get a sense of like these smaller dynamics kind of pulling through and creating a new nucleus of the tribe, unfortunately. Right. After this, we just see Keegan just like throw his hat at a tree out of frustration. Because yeah, Aline won't talk to him, and I don't know why. Yeah. Aline won't talk to him. He's like everyone's scrambling. Uh, he feels secure, but he's but he's not sure. Like it's the whole idol dilemma, right? You've had idols. Like yeah. when do you play them? If you, I know if it's you, it's like whenever just play them because you're never for anyways. <laughs> yeah, every time. No, but it's it. It seems like Keegan's playing with enough people where. I can see why he's not worried because he's had people that's had his back. Mm -hmm. um, but it's hard when you're four against five and you don't know if it's you mm -hmm. and you don't know whether to play an idol. And then if you play it, you waste it. And so mm -hmm. then you're back to where you started mm -hmm. and now people don't trust you. So, yeah. And, you know, he mentions that like Aleem is kind of puppy guarding David and other players, which is always an interesting strategy of like, trying yeah. to deny someone conversations by always like sticking around them oh uh, yeah i just go up and talk to him it's like what do you have to lose I'm, i remember when i was in real foot uh final nine no one was voting for me and mm -hmm. he just stayed with me the entire time entire time it made it very obvious like oh shoot you're voting for me because you're always with me right now <laughs> it's yeah like, and it's like they don't want you to talk to anybody so yeah, yeah. um and, that's a strategy though and I think it's also just again, we see Keegan say David's playing his extra row. Everyone thinks David has extra row. Everyone thinks it's happening. Right. I mean, I perception's know. reality. If people think you're advanced and I people mean, aren't voting for you, it's kind of great. Yeah. Yeah. It's to, to keep playing this extra vote. And I don't, I don't understand that double extra vote, but then we, get, then we get to see a lean who's like, I think I'm effed. And then he gets the favorite part is the math episode oh, where he's kind of working out there. Someone has an extra vote. Someone has a steal vote. How does it all work out in the end? He's like, it'll it'll be a tie. And it's like, how when the extra vote and the steal vote cancel and you're still at 5-4? Um, so th that math didn't... I put a lame's math questionable. <laughs> <laughs> Again, when you're sleeping in the in the, in the the Vancouver wilderness, subsisting off a of biltong, life is hard. Yeah. It, math is... It's hard. And... Um, doesn't make much sense. And finally, we wrap up with a confessional from Lindsay, who's kind of saying, I have two options. One's Liam, one's Keegan, but I kind of trust Keegan more, but it's like a blind trust. Yeah, I don't know why. Could, don't they know each other? I mean, not know they each other. They don't know each other, but they were on the swap tribe with each other. Keegan was the only one from the original Baton to make it off that swap tribe with okay. Lindsay, Stacy, and David. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why she would trust Keegan. Maybe because uh what he did like threw you under the bus i don't know <laughs> yeah it's like man like uh, keegan was very efficient with busing yeah. like it like he, it was if you want to see busing a player 101 that's where you look to yeah. and i don't know if you should be looking it's like wow look at this guy he's being so open and honest you're like the other hand is like oh look this guy's also thrown someone under the bus to save his own game very well hmm. yeah at the very beginning i put right when i first saw the show like the first episode i put um, I put Keegan, watch out. Like I, so, I caught it episode one. Like he's, you got to watch out for him. So Keegan has played in this Survivor Pacific Northwest series, and when they did Heroes versus Villain, guess if he was a hero or a villain? I'm, I'm guessing villain. <laughs> he was a villain. <laughs> it's a pretty big one too. He doesn't, he doesn't scream hero to me uh, at all. But he, he's a, he's a good player, and he's made it this far for a reason. So. Um, yeah, it's good on him. So, so we get the tribal council, and Jessica, do you like live tribals? Um, I mean, I was a part of one, a, a part of one, and I I didn't know that that was gonna happen. Um, 
I think they're they're all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like I don't know if it's a way to like confuse people or to get people to vote a different way. But when David's like, I don't know where people are voting, it's like how? how like, were you so, sitting down in a log the whole time? Or so I asked David about, about this. I was uh-huh. like, Hey, talk to me about the live travel. And this was very. He knew where the votes were going, but he, he David really didn't want Aline to go home. So David just put an axe like, I don't know what's going on, I don't know what's happening, and he wanted to cause live trouble, cause chaos, make people think that he was playing an advantage for Aleem to try to get his tribe to not vote Aleem out. So oh, he was doing all it. this to try to protect Aleem in this moment. Gotcha. That makes more sense then. Because I was like, how do you not know what's going on? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I know it's it's interesting because you're like like wait David you aren't you like the at the forefront of your tribe and I think he yeah. knows exactly what's going on he's trying to stop it he's trying to stop Stacy Krista and Lindsay from voting out one of the original Ula Ula. Gotcha. Yeah, it was the same with with Devin and he he knew exactly where I was going but he was trying to confuse everyone else mm-hmm. and and to this day I still don't know if if the what he told Luke who to vote for mm-hmm. and when they blew up at each other. I don't know if that was real or if that was fake. Um, and I don't know if he told me to use my idol just to get rid of my idol. I don't know. Cause I, that was the only travel I didn't need it. <laughs> and I used it anyway. But, um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I wonder if what was supposed to happen had actually happened, if it would have been, if it would have been interesting, but um, it would have changed the game completely, but yeah, live travels are all right. It just mm-hmm. depends on. Well, I, I felt bad for Kristen. She's sitting in the front row. She has a hurt knee, so it's hard for her to move around. She's just, so she's yeah. just kind of stuck sitting there as everyone else is talking around her, and she can't do anything. Oh, sir. It's hard know. when you're in the front row. It's mm-hmm. easier when you're in the back row. Mm-hmm. Back row is the way to go. If anyone's sitting at any travel council, sit in the back. You want the back row because then you can whisper, and the people in front of you can't see the whispering, and you can see everyone else whisper if they do whisper, and it's a great advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the blind side from the back row, so at uh, <laughs> at uh, uh, the survival tra- the Durham Warrior, mm-hmm. uh, me and LJ caused a, a blind side on Wayne from the back row. It wasn't supposed to be him, but he like looked at me and like looked at him, and then we got the other four people in the back to vote for him because he was sitting <laughs> in the front row. So uh, we're done pretty good. Wayne Wayne was the guy from Britain, right? No, he yeah. he's the guy from Maine. He's like the sports the uh, gotcha. Okay, other person from Maine. Bless. I was her. like, there's one other. There's one British guy in your season. I think that everyone was really rooting for and heart and gutted when he got voted out. I I was only there for merch. I couldn't quite tell you. To okay. be honest. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, my favorite quote is from Aline. He's just saying there's like, yes, is really this hard to vote me out? Like, <laughs> there's all this chaos is around him, and it's really just David trying to protect him. Yeah. And so ultimately it ends up being a seven, two vote where David and Aline both vote for Keegan and everyone else votes for Aline. Mm-hmm. Um, no idols are played. No extra votes are played. I don't know if people think that David played an extra vote or not, or whether they're like, Oh, maybe he doesn't have one. We'll have to see kind of that fallout. Yeah. Cause David was a lot of like promising of playing something. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aline gets voted out and his name gets spelled, misspelled horribly. And he's the awesome. first member of the jury. Awesome. And another thing for with David about his idol, and it's like this is probably all acting, but he asking about the idol and advantage. The rules. Like, do you really not know? Or like to me, that just shows that you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Because if you truly had something, it would tell you on the paper. Do. So, or you or you check with production and like ahead right, of time. Right. Exactly. I, I wonder if he should have tried to get well, it wouldn't have worked because Stacey would have known if he borrowed like whatever that horn thing is. She I she still obtains. Know. I hope she plays it. I still want to know. <laughs> I want to know if it's something. It's got to be. I mean, maybe not. I don't know, but I think it'd be funny. So Jessica, from here, it's four original Ula Ula: David, Kristen, Stacy, and Lindsay. Four original Batuan: Rachel, Tony, Taylor, and Keegan. Uh, we just saw kind of a, a new group of seven come together and vote, leaving David on the outside. I mean, where do you see things going from here? Um, I don't know if they'll they'll vote David out next. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It. I don't know if people are his Ula Ula are truly like loyal to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, to be honest, it's hard because uh, Kristen doesn't or Kristen. 
uh, Rachel's thing isn't valid anymore mm-hmm. until, until seven. Mm-hmm. But um, and then Keegan and Taylor have their idols, so it's going to be interesting to see. I guess it all depends on who wins, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but who, what happens? I mean, so imagine you're Rachel. I mean, where do you what What do you think you want to do from here? Uh, stick with the four people that have had my back, um, and that that's in my head. That would be the final four because clearly she doesn't trust anyone on that other side. Mm-hmm. So I mean, unless for some reason she's gonna switch to the other side, which I don't know why she would, but mm-hmm. she just want to get Lindsay out because she want to get her out the round four and this round. So. I don't know if Lindsay's next to go, but I don't know who who would num- like her numbers be unless the the four did a tie and then David plays his mysterious extra vote that he may or may not have. So it's it's hard. So what about let's say let's put, let's put yourself in David's shoes, right? You are in the little original, right? Like right. We're, like what should you be trying to go for? For should you be looking to just I guess cannibalize your own and wait until like. Maybe Batuan starts breaking up. I don't know. To be honest, I have no idea what I would do if I was him, because it's to be the only person to not vote Aline. That's that's kind of right. It's kind of the same thing that happened to me uh, mm-hmm. when I was knew Joel was going home, and I was like, I'm not voting for him. But I also had other people that knew I didn't want to vote for him. So, mm-hmm. but it's I don't know if he goes back to to Stacy and Lindsay. And Kristen has original and just go mm-hmm. to rocks. Mm-hmm. And then if you go to rocks, then you're safe. So I don't know. He's got to win though. He's definitely, he's got to win for sure. So of the eight players left, who do you feel like are in the best position in this game? Um, The only thing I know that happens is the final two. Cause I watched part yeah. of the live stream. No spoilers to the final two, but who do yeah. you think from just um, where we are right now? Um, I, think at the moment i think it's i think it's gotta be like Lindsay because she's close with keegan mm-hmm. uh rachel because she's got that advantage and then keegan and and Lindsay. and it's gonna be interesting to see because i know keegan said um he said he's voting with them mm-hmm. like he can't wait to vote with them and so I don't know if he plans on flipping to the Ula Ula side or if he's mm-hmm. just bluffing to say he's going to vote with them. Because he said it to David and Lindsay. Like, I just want to vote with you guys. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know why he would want to. I don't know. I don't. I notice I see Ula Ula coming together a lot, but not the Batahan. Yeah, you know, we saw them come together at the beginning of last episode for the mm-hmm. scrambling, but we didn't see that. We, we just didn't get screen time of all four of them together. Kind of saying, this is what we want to do as a group. Yeah. Awesome. It was, was kind of interesting because it seems like it's Keegan and Taylor mm-hmm. and Tony and Rachel, mm-hmm. like doing whatever. Yeah, you have kind of like the, it's two different duos, and like, are they happy working with each other or not? Um, yeah, it's, and it's it'd be interesting to see if the three girls hook up with one of those duos. Mm-hmm. That'd be really interesting to see because then like you we have see kind of a new group of five, five four. Yeah, five. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. right? five three. Because then it'd be yeah. David and then the other two other duo. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I had I thought I had something else. Um, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be interesting. I think it all depends on who wins. To be honest. Who so who do you think is the biggest consequence if they win? Like, is it Rachel winning immunity? Is it David winning immunity? Like, who matters most if they win? Um, I think if Rachel wins, it's gonna suck for them because it's like, then what do you do? It's mm-hmm. then, but then if if Rachel wins, I think it sucks for Keegan and Taylor because then I think they would almost have to play it if mm-hmm. if Rachel won. But I think if David won, that would suck even more because then it's like you'd have to vote out one of the three girls then because mm-hmm. you're not going to vote your own. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if then I wonder if David wins, then it would be 4-4. Mm-hmm. Or if Keegan jumps ship to a four and makes it vote for like a Tony or somebody or Taylor. I don't know. What's your chance? What percentage chance do you think rocks will be pulled next episode? I hope they do. I love, I love watching rocks. Um, I hate being a part of rocks. (laughs) Rocks before, but I love like like the idea of rocks. Mm -hmm. Like, and then 
it's you have to force someone to to do something else to flip then but i i think it'd be fun i i tried to get rocks happen happen when i played it but didn't, unfortunately it was just not in the cards so and, and i think it's more likely to happen the further you go mm -hmm. but uh i think with these players it's not going to go to rocks because they're not they're not that they're not that dumb okay so, I you're, mean, so you're saying it's just not happening i hope it does but probably not well I, I i can tell you next episode will be a very fun episode i'm uh -huh. very excited to see how what i know goes down because i've only i only watched it from the outsider perspective on location and yep. i've seen the results but like what on earth just happens uh so it is gonna be next episode is gonna be a wild ride I'm okay very excited for it I can't wait i i hope something like wild happens like <laughs> i don't know they all gang up on somebody i don't know it's who knows or like some freak advantage is found or somebody plays an idol or i hope it's just not boring and well it depends on who wins though in my opinion uh, you, you, you're 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 not you're not hoping for bagonging what no that's the no, most exciting it's season it's so stupid I'm <laughs> so, it, it is it's boring and it no i don't like it because then well, it's not fun to watch mm -hmm. at all well <laughs> I, I think there's some I think if you can bring up the nuance of relationships and how they break down in a in a majority tribe, they really kind of get a sense of how things go so wrong for players once that tribe must need to cannibalize itself. I think that can be fascinating in and of itself, but yeah. it does kind of change the damage between like, well, here's half here's half the merch tribe, there's no chance. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's what kind of was starting was starting to happen. And then Rachel won. And so mm -hmm. Oh, hope it doesn't happen. Well, Jessica, is there anything else about the episode or Survivor BC you want to talk about? Not, not in particular. I've just the this episode was just a little wild. Mm -hmm. It was just a little wild for me. So I, uh, I hope that the idols get played correctly and that don't just get wasted. Because and I hope that somebody they either found the merge idol or somebody finds Taylor's idol mm -hmm. or not, Rachel's idol. <laughs> that that's gonna be interesting. So, and I oh, I wonder yeah. who who gets the coin the advantage. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I forgot about that. I wonder. Who's so can they bid? I wonder if they could bid up. So like if Rachel has the hundred and somebody else also had a hundred. I outbid each other. <laughs> man, I don't remember if multiple people could buy it or only one person can buy it. Okay. Well, we'll have to see next episode. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. So yeah. Well, other than that, Jessica, nothing. I'm just so grateful I got I got a chance to talk with you yeah. and to hear your yeah. thoughts about the season as it goes. You know, you are involved in a lot of different games out there. Do you want to plug or talk about what what's going on with your life? Not really a whole lot. I moved back home to my hometown. Uh, I moved back from Maryland with Craig. Um, so we're just, we have a new house. We're just living in my hometown. We just want to be closer to family. So um, we're help, I'm helping with uh, Victory House, the mole. I think we're, I think it's going to be the same weekend as Live to Give, to be honest. It's like the 24th something, 20, June, right? Yeah, June 24th through something, 27th. I don't know the exact mm -hmm. dates, but um, there's that. And then nothing else really. Mm -hmm. Well, you hosted your first, you hosted an original live reality game last year, Castle Bannister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I was talking a little bit beforehand. Maybe we'll see a return of it next year. Maybe. Not this year because we just moved in, but maybe next year because that that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It was just a bunch of our friends over a weekend and playing Big Brother and Craig kind of designed it from scratch. And so watching like all of our, and then we designed all the challenges from scratch. And so watching that come to life was was pretty fun so can hopefully we do a second season because that was a lot of fun the world needs the world needs more games so thank you for creating they really them do. they really do all right well jessica thank you for your time thank you for everyone who stopped by and listened uh the next episode of survivor bc will most likely be coming out this next sunday uh, I will be back next week with more guests to talk about the season as it goes. And this is fun because I'm now experiencing for the first time as with everyone else. So mm -hmm. thank you all and have a good evening. Bye. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. 
Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.